Magic Club. Together, we'll discover inspirational stories of creative entrepreneurs living out their dreams, doing the work they are most passionate about, and building wealth in magical and fun ways. While building a six-figure income as a writer and coach, helping other women to launch their dream businesses, I've connected with so many incredible people and seen it proven again and again that you can thrive financially doing whatever it is you are passionate about. I'm here to share life-changing strategies for mindset, making money, and reaching more people with your work in a business and life filled with creativity, freedom, and fun. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Creative Magic Club. I'm super excited to introduce both of my guests who are joining us today. We have Jill Colcol and Becca Cuco, who are from Gabriela Los Angeles, which is a grassroots historic Filipino women's organization fighting for the rights and welfare of women and children in the Philippines and abroad. Hi, thank you so much for joining. Hi. Thank you so much for having us, Sarah. So excited to talk to you and to share your work with everyone today. So I would love to kick this conversation off by just telling us a little bit about like who you are and what's your story with how you came to doing work with Gabriella. Yes. So hi, everyone. My name is Becca. I am an actor, storyteller and artist uh, based in LA. And I, I joined Gabriella in the fall of last year after a summer of protesting police brutality in the U.S., um, marching alongside the Black Lives Matter movement. And after really feeling isolated and longing to have some connection with my community, I, I, I also really wanted to reconnect with my roots as a Filipina American during the pandemic. And a dear friend of mine recommended Gabriela to me And I'm so happy that she did because I'm really just proud to be a part of an amazing fighting organization. And I feel really empowered to be around such dynamic and incredible people like Jill. Um, And there is just a lot of history that you don't learn in schools about the generations of U.S. imperialism in the Philippines and more importantly, the resilience and resistance of the Filipino people and uh, we also recently had a screening of a documentary about Nanai Mameng, who is a 92-year-old revolutionary mother. We call her a Rev Mother. And she's still marching to this day, fighting for the rights of her people. And she reminds me a lot of my Lola, my great-grandma, who lived to be 105, who was always cracking jokes and had such a fighting spirit and was always encouraging me and my sister and my family to lift each other up and be of service to others. So I'm just very excited to share about my experience with Gab today and with Jill. Hi, everyone. Thanks, Becca. Um, Yeah, my name is Jill. I am a freelancer for art departments in the film, in film and television um, here in Los Angeles. I am a second-generation Filipino-American woman uh, born in Cebu, Philippines, so the central islands of the Philippines, and raised in San Diego, California. Um, Yeah, what propelled me to join GAB um, was 
really the sense of community and collective action uh, towards addressing the problems of Philippine society. Uh, I joined the Los Angeles chapter in 2019. Um, I had moved to LA from San Diego um, and I was looking to connect with more Filipinos in the area. Um, it was through their educational discussions and learning um, more about Filipino history and struggles of the Filipino people that I began to become more involved. Um, as a naturalized U.S. citizen, I was fortunate enough to visit my homeland, um, and I found that every time my family and I visited, we saw increasing pollution and poverty in our area. I questioned why so many Filipinos must work abroad to make a living and why my family had to move abroad. Um, and it was really through learning about my own identity um, and being aware of the effects of decades of co colonization um, that can still be seen through, uh, to this day um, that uh, encouraged me to uh, take up the fight in, um, in organizing uh, for long-term change. Um, so we shared a little bit about our bio um, we want to share a bit more about what exactly is Gabriella. Uh, Gabriella is a grassroots-based alliance of more than 200 women's organizations, institutions, desks, and programs of women all over the Philippines and abroad, seeking to wage a struggle for the liberation of all oppressed Filipino women and the rest of our people. We seek to connect our current conditions as Filipino women in the U.S., to that of our motherland through education, organizing, and collective action. So some work that Gabriella is currently doing uh, is, as I mentioned, the educational work through public discussions and forums, uh, organizing and rooting ourselves in the local Filipino community. Uh, so for us here in Los Angeles, um, learning about their concerns and building with them so that they can also join in the fight for long-term change. Um, and collective action through legislative advocacy in promoting the Philippine Human Rights Act, which we mentioned, or which we will go um, further, uh, or which we'll elaborate further later on, um, our work with the Filipino American Agenda, and most recently, the California State Bill 321 that ensures employment safety standards for domestic workers. Uh, all this to say, in essence, no, finish what you were going to say. And then I want to ask you something. Oh. But can, go on, carry Oh, on. yeah. Uh, in essence, uh, we want to build a mass movement of people to organize for long-term and transformative change that benefits the whole of society. We know that achieving genuine freedom can only be done through people power. Yeah, thank you. I'm so excited to to hit to dive more into the work that you guys are doing with Gabriella. And thank you so much for being here and sharing your stories. I would love to know a little bit more about like why this work is so meaningful for you as individuals. Yeah, thank you. Um, so for me, when I when I joined Gabriella last fall, at first I was really a little bit nervous and worried that I didn't know enough about the history of anything or enough about organizing. I really felt like I knew absolutely nothing at all. And um, But what I am learning and have been learning is that I, I it's a process. Like I continue to be 
be engaged in, in projects and just learn more every single day. And it's important to, I just want to remind people, like it's totally okay and right to be in process and to be wherever you are because truly no one is an expert. Like people may have a little more knowledge in different areas, but I think it's just important to just bring you exactly as you are to the table. And that's why we do it together because we, we are a collective. We all have different knowledge and experiences and perspective that we can bring to the movement and we can adapt whatever skills that we have to the movement, like whether you think that they are useful or not, especially like for me as, as an actor and a storyteller, I've found that there are so many ways I can contribute, which I wouldn't have imagined before. Um, so yeah, it's, it's like, for example, we did a, a typhoon relief fundraiser in December and it was really, really fun and a great opportunity for me to get to MC and, and bring some different musicians that I know together in order to raise awareness and raise funds to um, support mutual aid efforts on the ground in the Philippines. Um, so yeah, it's just brought me a lot of joy and strength in community that I didn't really realize it ex existed before joining, especially during a really rough last year during the pandemic when I really needed it. Um, and I feel really grateful and empowered to organize alongside people who are just so passionate, who are students, nurses, technicians, artists. Um, and I really just... I encourage everyone to join a grassroots organization. If you're feeling alone in the fight for liberation, if you're feeling overwhelmed by the state of things or are just wanting to learn more and get involved because um, you have a voice and, and you can use it and you will be supported by others in your community who want to fight for a better world with everyone. I love that message so much because I think, especially in the day, you know, in the age of social media, it can be very easy to get overwhelmed by all of the injustice and, and also just to feel a little lost and like, well, what can I do? And like, where the hell do I start? And like, you yeah. suddenly become aware of all of the things that you don't know and kind of feel like you're in this position where you just have to learn and that it's also challenging and that it's also can be really heavy and can feel really hard so I love that you like the message that you guys are sharing is like actually it's okay to be where you're at and if we step into this work as a community not only does it make a bit a difference but it's it can also be super fun like along the way a hundred percent yeah uh, something that is commonly said um, in our organization is that everyone has a place um, in the movement uh, for a better future, for a better society. Um, yeah, and to echo um, uh, the like message of community, um, currently right now, Gabriela has a little over like 20 members um, and everyone contributes to um, the like educational discussions, the uh, community action, um, the local community action in phone banking, um, Filipino community members, um, and, and seeing where their concerns, um, where their concerns lie and how we can collectively take action, um, for, um, for their immediate conditions to be changed. Um, Amazing. So 
What do you wish more people knew about like the kind of work that you're doing in Gabriella and how it relates to the Philippines and, you know, like what's the most important for you to, to raise awareness around at the moment? So um, many, many of us are aware of the recent violent, the racist violence that's been committed against the Asian American Pacific Islander community. And um, we've been facing a lot of racist attacks and violence in the U.S. and abroad. And many people don't know that this racist violence didn't start with the pandemic or even with Trump's racist scapegoating of all Asian people. Um, But there is a lot more awareness around it now. And um, the U.S.'s history of imperialism and war, militarization, and funding of the mass murder of millions in the Asia-Pacific has led to this dehumanization and objectification of Asian people in the U.S. for generations, not to mention Hollywood's very limiting and negative stereotypes. And all of this has been under the guise of fighting for freedom, and this has led to um, this very negative, horrible, just like insurgence of, of violence. Um, and it's been on a personal level, it's been really horrifying and really depressing to see videos of people attacking elders and women and countless individuals in the Asian community. And many of my own family members are scared to walk the streets with, for fear of being attacked out of nowhere. And it's just so important that as a community and as allies, we need to speak out against this violence and support one another during this time. Uh, and Gabriella is aware, and it's very important to address here that the problems that we see in the U.S. of police violence and racism are inextricably linked to the problems that people in the Philippines face. Um, so an example of a recent violent act in the U.S. was actually um, Angelo Quinto, a 30-year-old Filipino man, was killed by police in Antioch, California, December 23rd of 2020. Um, Angelo was experiencing a mental health episode and was met with police brutality rather than medical attention when his family called for help. Um, And Angela was taken to the hospital after Antioch police officers handcuffed and knelt on his neck for at least five minutes. Um, And videos show his lifeless body being taken by paramedics from his home. This is something that we've seen in the case of George Floyd. This is something that police officers are trained to do, and it's horrible. Um, And Bayan USA, which is one of Gabriella's alliance organizations that we work very closely with. Um, They've called for the Filipino community and allies to support the Quinto's family's demands to the city of Antioch, one, to immediately ban this use of the knee-to-neck restraint, which police have been trained to do. And uh, again, I, I said this, but we saw this with George Floyd, and these are not the only cases Um, Two, to establish and fund 24-7 mental health crisis response teams. And three, to require body cameras and dash cameras for police officers. Um, And just to share an example, uh, in the Philippines, Jennifer Laude, a 26-year-old transgender Filipina, was brutally 
strangled to death by Joseph Scott Pemberton, a U.S. Marine participating in military exercises in the Philippines. And in response, Gabriela had an international campaign, Justice for Jennifer Laude, in 2014. So the solution to this violence is not more policing, because if 2020 has taught us anything, it's that police will protect property and not lives, especially not working class, black and brown lives. So Gabriella, as an org, understands that we need to solve racist violence at its root and not rely on policing, which only perpetuates more racist violence on black and brown and indigenous lives. So if it's not policing, then what, what is the answer? And there are actually several parts that make up this answer. And that includes educating, agitating, and organizing people about the history and roots of this racist violence and move them to organize more people to dismantle it by joining and being accountable to your local grassroots organization. And these are all means of solidarity. This is what it means to be an active ally. So like Gabriella, these grassroots orgs set up mutual aid networks, community defense networks against ICE, and community education about creating genuine long-term change as a society. Because our struggles are all interconnected and solidarity and active allyship are the solution. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) sharing. And it's, you know, it's so it can feel hard to talk about, but it's like, it's at that point where we need to be making noise about this. And, and you know, there's so much gratitude for organizations for like Gabriella and being able to provide that education so that people do feel empowered around the fact that there are real solutions that we can all take action on and that we can all participate on. And like, yes, making noise and yes, failing forward. And even if we don't know exactly what it is to be trying that and to be having these conversations, um, mm-hmm. And to be sharing this information amongst us and, you know, taking the real, the real actions that, that lead to, you know, the most impact and the most change as much as possible. So can you tell us, um, you know, like, what is it that, that you have going on that people can actively support with, um, that, you know, you've, you have that awareness around what will really make a big impact right now? I know you mentioned that you have a, a petition that you um, that you're calling for people to to sign. Yes, the Philippine Human Rights Act. You mentioned, yeah, uh, or that we mentioned earlier. Yeah, um, we would love to go more into that. Um, just uh, to give more context on. Um, what the Philippine Human Rights Act would be doing. Uh, we also wanted to share a bit more about um, counterinsurgency in the Philippines um, and how that affects um, us here, uh, organizers here in the U.S. Um, and so counterinsurgency is defined as the military or political action taken against the activities of guerrillas or revolutionaries uh, an example of this is COINTELPRO, a state-funded force against the Black Panther Party in the U.S. The Philippine counterinsurgency program is designed to end armed rebellion against the state's authority. The same program was guided and modeled by uh, the U.S. 2009 uh, counterinsurgency program. 
which emphasizes a whole of nation approach. Um, whole of nation meaning to say that all citizens are encouraged to contribute to the surveilling and repression against dissent and critique of the government. In this case, uh, in the Philippines, we have also seen the involvement of paramilitary. So what does this have to do with Gabriela? Uh, Gabriela across the globe is an active force in educating and organizing the masses in order to fight for long-lasting change. We have historically risen up against violence towards Filipino women. Um, as Becca mentioned, the campaign Justice for Jennifer Laudy. Um, and linking those, uh, linking the root causes to U.S. imperialism and the U.S.'s influence in Philippine politics and culture. Gabriela members have strongly denounced uh, the Philippine President Duterte's drug war, which has extrajudicially killed over 30,000 urban poor Filipinos. We have exposed the deaths and human rights violations of the indigenous Lumad people due to mining and logging from transnational corporations with the permission of the Philippine state. In reality, Gabriela is one of the leading organizations in the Philippines and internationally um, fighting for the rights of Filipino women, especially low-wage workers, peasants, migrants, and poor women and their families. Because of the work we've done as Gabriela to hold the Philippine state accountable to this criminal neglected people, our organization is seen as a threat and targeted by the U.S.-backed Duterte government. Um, actually, in July of 2020, in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, the Anti-Terror Act was passed by the Duterte administration. This piece of legislation designates people to uh, designates people who criticize the government as terrorists and legalizes the arrest, surveillance, and detainment of these individuals. Um, it is used to blatantly attack people's democratic rights, uh, silencing activists. Um, uh, like me and Becca here, um, not just within the Philippine state, um, but also um, organizations and advocates overseas. Um, this act can be seen through the lessening of activists, mass arrests, extrajudicial killings or assassinations. Um, in the case of 39-year-old Zara Alvarez, a paralegal for the human rights group Carapatan, and a peasant organizer from the island of Negros. She was uh, red tagged heavily and heavily surveilled for years by the government. Her work in assisting and helping farm peasant farmers was considered a threat. Um, and in August of last year, uh, she was brutally assassinated. In a recent report by Karapatan, uh, there have been more than 308 activists murdered 214 cases of torture, and more than 2,507 cases of illegal arrest and detention. Um, this really shows the dangerous character of this type of legislation and the Philippine government's neglect to address the true concerns of the people by implementing this counterinsurgency program instead of actually providing food, shelter, mass testing, and vaccinations to its citizens. So to link back uh, to uh, the action, what can we do about it? Uh, so, yeah, as I mentioned, um, these crimes do have the backing of U.S. security funds. Since 2016, the United States has sent over $500, $550 million to supply the Philippine military and police. 
it is our tax dollars that are funding the human rights violations in the Philippines. Um, and as members of Gabriela and as people in the U.S., we have an opportunity to contribute to the fight for national democracy and human rights in the Philippines. Uh, one of our biggest actions is to put an end to the U.S. funding of the deaths and harassment of the most marginalized Filipinos by pushing the U.S. Congress to pass the Philippine Human Rights Act. If it passes, it will suspend military and police aid that fund human rights crimes in the Philippines until those responsible are held accountable and until the human rights of the Filipinos actually meet basic standards. This will need the involvement of a large mass movement composed of Filipinos and non-Filipinos uh, to ensure the success of its passing. So to uh, a concrete way to get involved is visiting um, the website for the Philippine Human Rights Act or PHRA. Uh, you can visit the website uh, humanrightsph.org. Uh, to learn more uh, about how you can contact your local representatives um, to push for the passing of the PHRA. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming and, and sharing about your work and sharing these concrete steps that people can take. Um, please, everybody who's listening, go to the website, go and take action and um, support Gabriella. Thank you so much for joining us, Becca and Jill. Yes, thank you, Sarah. And I just really quickly um, wanted to share some of our links so people can get connected. Um, again, in, I'm highly, <laughs> Jill and I encourage you to get involved with your local grassroots organization. This is another step that you can take to be involved. Um, if you are interested in joining the long-term movement with an organization rooted in global anti-imperialist movement, Join Gabriella. We have chapters all over the U.S. as well as internationally. You can visit us on Instagram at Gabriella Los Angeles or visit our website, which is www.gabriellala.org. Um, for more information on our actions and current campaign work, you can check out our Instagram or you can email us directly for our newsletter at gabriella.usa dot los angeles at gmail.com and if you need support finding your local grassroots org we are also happy to get you connected and um jill has one more quick thing to share yeah um so depending on when you are hearing this uh, we do have a public educational discussion um it's titled PSR, or Philippine Society and Revolution. It is open to the public, um, and it's online, so you can join from wherever you are in the world. It'll be um, Saturday, June 5th, and Sunday, June 6th, 9.30 to 12 p.m. This is Pacific Standard Time. And yeah, connect with us in LA. Um, and as we say in the National Democratic Movement, makibaka wag matakot. Dare to struggle. Don't be afraid. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been such a pleasure having you on the show. And please, everybody, share this episode. Please leave your comments. Please subscribe. Please review the show to help um, get this out there to more listeners. And thank you so much for watching. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. 
For more inspirational content, head over to my website withsarahmack.com and please support the show by liking, commenting, and subscribing.